I think I might have the best deal you've ever heard in your life. Contact Emily at Emily at Pixie Dust Potions to get started planning your dream vacation. And if you mention us, Cast Conversations, you'll get a free gift card with your stay. Now, Emily isn't a typical travel agent. She's going to do a lot more. She goes above and beyond. By booking with her, you'll receive customized vacation tailoring to you and your family's budgets and interests. She'll be a go-to person to ask questions and receive accurate up-to-date information. She'll do dining booking. She'll give you personal recommendations and tips and tricks to help make the most of your time. She'll give you money-saving exclusive deals that are only available for her guests. Full concierge service to plan your day-to-day and her personal phone number, and she's on call if any emergencies arise. Now, we all know some travelers might enjoy planning themselves, and that's okay. She can be as hands-on or as hands-off as you would like, and her flexibility and expertise will help you have the most wonderful vacation. If you'd like to check her out, she's on Instagram at at MidwestMagic. It's at Midwest.Magic. And then you can contact Emily at Emily at PixieDustPotions.com. And again, if you mention Cast Conversations, you'll get a free gift card with your stay. Welcome, everybody, to the first episode on the FPE Network with Cast Conversations. Uh, to our regular listeners, thank you for tuning back in. Um, you got the whole team today. You got Jesse, Maria, Phil, and I, Jeremy. Um uh, we're honored to be a part of the FPE network, uh, making our, our regular podcast with both guests and just the crew. Um, so for our new listeners um, that are coming in, hearing us through the FPE network. Or watching. Watching. Oh, yeah. Dude. You can see us now. I kind of forgot about that. Um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so we, we just want to give you a quick introduction about um, all of us, who we all are, what we bring to the show, and what the show is kind of about. So um, Phil, you want to kind of tell them how the podcast got started yeah so that was jeremy and he brings nothing to the show (laughs) but (laughs) uh no jeremy and i (laughs) jeremy and i actually became friends our freshman year of college and we lived right next to each other in the same dorm uh but essentially i went and did the college the disney college program my spring of my sophomore year um i was in uh, I did the miniature golf locations and then also picked up at the pack shifts for the uh, firework show. Happily ever after. Rest in peace. But then I came back. Jeremy went and did his college program. Um, photo pass. I'll let him talk about that a little later. And then Jeremy came back. I texted Jeremy. It's like, hey, you want to do like a podcast or something about Disney since we both work there? Jeremy was like, yeah, let's let's call it cast conversations and yeah, just like that, just pretty, like that, pretty quick. That was, and we didn't really know where we were going with the show, but uh, I don't know. But, it quickly turned into we talked to a lot of cast members that work at the parks currently or in the past, and we thought that was really cool to be able to have those cast members share their story and their experiences with everyone that is a lover of Disney and loves going to the parks because. It's pretty cool to hear the cast members' point of view on things. and Yeah, you don't get to hear that a lot. Yeah, things of that nature. And then, I don't remember how long ago, Maria and Jesse, that you guys started with us, but we added Maria. Well, we added Jesse first. She was running our social media and everything. 
Uh, and then we just said, Jesse, what do you think about starting kind of like your own own shows <laughs> with uh, a new host? And Maria was the first person we thought of to invite on for that. And Maria thankfully accepted our invitation. And I'll let you guys kind of introduce yourselves. Um, okay. okay. I, was the, oh, <laughs> I was just going to say, we could do the order. So I was first. Um I was live well, I've never done the program, but because I'm a student athlete, so I just I can't get away from school. So my plan was to always do it after I graduated. So during COVID, I was door dashing, spending 40 hours in my car, and I was just <laughs> binging the cast conversations, like living vicariously through all these people that they talk to. Um, it was super cool to learn about, uh, especially like roles that maybe you don't hear that much about, like Safari or like character attendance or anything. That was super new to me since I had never heard about anything. Um, so then I was looking for like kind of to get my toes in the water of just anything with media or reaching out to people. So I was like, hey, I like your podcast and I like Disney and I would love an outlet to talk about it. And somehow that turned into like me hosting episodes a lot. I don't know how. <laughs> like I was not planning on touching a mic at all. Um, and then I remember like the exact call where you guys like were calling me. I was like, they never called me. What's going on? <laughs> and then that's when um Maria came on. So Maria, you can and that, that wasn't just a call, it was a a three-way call wasn't it, it? Was yeah three-way zoom and i think i was like driving <laughs> I, I was I driving was i was driving too i just dropped off someone's food like i was still <laughs> door dashing <laughs> yeah I, like we we would like never talk to jesse she she was just kind of out on an island and jesse was probably like why do they want to have a phone call <laughs> but i'm so confused so then so maria yeah well i was a guest on the show First, on my DCP in the fall of 2019, um, I was a character attendant. So that was a lot of fun. I take a lot of pride in that. And then I extended into spring of 2020. And I think that's when you guys had me on a second time, just as like a. I oh, yeah. The, like the very up. first time it was just Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, because I was not I was not on the episode. And then the mm -hmm. second time Jeremy and I were like, we were recording a solo episode that we were doing yeah and we said we we just in the middle of the episode we said it'd be cool to get someone else's opinion on whatever we were talking about and Jeremy was like let's see if maria will hop on real quick <laughs> and so she did <laughs> so yeah because i was in my other um dcp apartment i remember um and then however much later i was just on my treadmill in the basement and i get a dm <laughs> <from> <laughs> it was like february and it was below zero here in new york and then i see a dm on instagram asking if i wanted to be jesse's co-host so here we are <laughs> so that was almost a year ago already i think yeah, yeah. Phil, do you remember we used to make a list, I think, on your phone of all the guests we wanted to like re possibly have with. back on? Yeah. yeah. And Maria, you were like at the top of our list. And oh, so I think that's so why we, we contacted you first, because you're at the top of the list. And so we we're like, I mean, we both liked her. So why not? <laughs> just like bring her back for the, the whole big thing. It's just crazy to me because if you go back on our YouTube and watch the first episode. Oh, my gosh. Off, it's horrendously awkward um, we're just sitting across from each other i have an ipad um and like we were we were doing it in my apartment a fish uh, tank is like in the background yep 
and the, the, the washer and dryer are just sitting there and then we we graduated to your bedroom which oh, was correct. like our knees were like this into each other because we had no room um and we'd share a um what is that called a yeti microphone a yeti microphone we, we would like just really share that close to each other um and now and here we are with a whole fun team. fact that is how we talk to uh Gemma McKenzie Gemma McKenzie Brown, Brown yeah the uh what's her name in high school musical uh TR uh, Gold TR Gold while we while yes. we talk let's see if i can get a picture of uh her up on the screen yeah we we were sitting there just in our bedroom and we took a we took a selfie over zoom with her cuz that was that was, awesome. that was like our 50th episode and we were ecstatic we were so yeah. to be talking to her. we it was it was really cool did you? I'm guessing you guys probably listened to that episode. Yeah. They're like no. We're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just no. Well, um, I no. feel like That's so cool. Like what you guys did so well that like no other podcast before had was actually like reaching out to people because I feel like so many of the other podcasts I had listened to that had like the cast member experience was like one episode reserved for like one experience but you guys like mm. got so many different kinds of people mm-hmm. and i feel like that's like kind of what made y'all stand out even though you were in a bedroom cross <laughs> i don't know that always stood out to it oh here it is right here okay oh, got it get her up on the screen um and if you guys are listening make sure to go check out fp yeah. network and watch us on youtube so you guys you can, can see, see this pic. all right here if it jeremy is. can get it uh, this is it right here. We are yes. in the room. Wow. Um, that's literally how close we had to be to each other. Um, with All the, the time. Between us. Um, and then she was so excited to talk about High School Musical. She was like, yeah, I'm literally was about awesome. to go watch it after this call. She yes. was awesome. Yeah, she, because she said, I think she said she would always watch it on the anniversary or yeah. something. And, but so she's like, I haven't watched it in a while probably gonna watch it that was a really that was a crazy episode she was 13 when she recorded high school music yeah yeah. 13 years old that was wild uh and then of course we had donald duck at 100 um that was a really cool that was fun um but enough about our history uh shall we get into a little bit of some disney news sure yeah um anyone want to start off with anything or we just want to go off what i have over here you, you just go off of what you got. Yeah, yeah you got it, Jeremy. Okay, so um, the Galactic Star Cruiser, um, I'll go ahead and pull that up as well. Um, they have some new merch items. I don't know if any of y'all saw that yet. No. I, is it uh, any ears? No, they don't have any ears. It's like mm. it's like very, very themed. Um, all right, let's go ahead and pull this up. Okay, so this is what they're looking at oh. for merch. Oh, so it's like oh, it's like really. Oh. They have got, of course, the Leia outfit. Um, let's see if I can find the. That's like those are full on costumes. Yeah, is this like a LARP situation? Is that what this is? I don't really know too much about it. <laughs> I think they're yeah. encouraging it because it seems like you're a part of the story. So they're yeah, encouraging like- you getting. You you play the guest playing the part as well. I think they're encouraging you spending money. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Um, so yeah, they have this, which is only a little bit cheaper than the adult version. 
I was going to say that's actually not that bad, but then I saw it was child. So. <laughs> See, I don't know if this is a security, security jacket. Ooh. Wow. The gold. Wow. Oh, my gosh. These look really intense. So kind of on the topic of Star Wars, because randomly I've just been re-watching almost all of them lately. Uh, basically in order, one through I'm currently on six. Okay. Uh, and... I till I for some reason it just now occurred to me, like episodes four through six, the original trilogy, don't have much of a story. To be honest, <laughs> they do not. One through what was it? The four through six, the original trilogy. Okay. Like, like what do you mean? They number four, big Death Star. Okay. For some reason, the Empire wants the capability of blowing up planets. Gotcha. Uh, Rebels destroy Death Star. Five, Luke kind of all of a, I also noticed all of a sudden Darth Vader just is fully aware that Luke Skywalker is a huge part of the rebellion. Like they never really the saw force, each bro. other. Yeah, they just the they force. just know. Uh, of course. Then episode five. I mean, I guess when I gotta think about when it really came out, it was probably huge that Darth Vader said, Luke, I'm your father. So that's like the huge part of that one yeah. doesn't he say no i am your father isn't like that the big like um what's that called mandela Maybe he effect? does say no yeah he doesn't actually i, say... I saw that on tiktok once yeah 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 he does say no i am your father. yeah but then i don't know then number six empire's just trying to make a new death star and <laughs> that gets destroyed again <laughs> not the new there. yeah i feel like yeah. i feel like they should have known and so so it's like i don't know not not a huge uh underlying story i guess it's just all about the character development can and... we talk about the book of boba for a second yes okay it's and... awful no it's it's actually maybe one of the worst programs i've ever seen has maria maria or jesse you guys are you guys into that watch no. that no mm, so jeremy it's just can we, you and can i we going get into at spoiler it. can we get into spoiler warnings right now is that okay jesse and maria sure. we're cool yeah I don't okay um <laughs> i think it's incredibly boring phil please counter no i think i think the storyline is way better than mandalorian 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 is just oh need this part for my ship that is true there's a planet right there let me go try to find the part it's like oh, grogu's in trouble let's get yes, him out of it but oh, they have grogu they have yeah. grogu that is why i watch personally <laughs> so. but then then he then he finds someone who has like what mandalorian needs and they're like i'll give it to you if you do this yep and that is the that is the show okay i saw something that said like that's very like like old school TV shows were like that though. You know, like when they didn't, like you couldn't just like watch every episode. It was like every weekly episode had to have some obscure plot. And then you you had right. to have a solution to your plot back in the day. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Like it's kind of like the episodes we or shows we watched as kids. Like there was always something dumb going on and then they fixed it somehow. And it was like kind of important, but kind of, I don't know. I the totally see where you're coming from, but. Yeah. The vibe I get from it is like, I feel like the Mandalorian is almost set up like a video game. Like each yes, episode yeah. is like a task. Mm -hmm. um, whereas the book of Boba, I do feel like they set up the character better in mm -hmm. like, I feel like I'm watching more of a movie because it's very character development, like build this overarching story. Whereas Mandalorian is like, 
here's your little treat. Now enjoy the episode. Yeah. Like, yeah, see, I see. I like I like where they're going with it. And I was so I was texting Jeremy over the weekend because I was watching ep- episode five or chapter yeah. five, whatever they call it. And of course, Jeremy was saying, oh, I thought it was great. And first of all, Jeremy skipped like several episodes eight and just went to chapter five. It, spoiler alert. Chapter five is literally just the Mandalorian. They couldn't retain me. And it's just in the book of Boba Fett. But you don't see Boba Fett once in the entire episode. It's just following the Mandalorian the whole Literally, time. Literally, just so the Mandalorian. If you're going to watch the next season of Mandalorian, assuming they're coming out with another one, you're probably going to have to watch Book of Boba Fett because they seem to very much so intertwine. Yeah, you you probably won't understand the Mandalorian episode unless you watch the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. You can watch Book of Boba without watching Mandalorian. Or no, you can watch... Mandalorian without watching Book of Boba, though, of course. Maybe. We'll see what happens yeah. in the next True. season of Mandalorian. Well, did you see that Mark Hamill's been, like, teasing this whole big thing on his Instagram? No. Okay, so he's been posting... Um, let me see if I can get this up. Um, Instagram... While Jeremy's looking that up, if you guys are looking for more in-depth talk of Galactic Council... Or, of Book of Boba Fett, go watch Galactic Council on the FPE network. It's uh, it's very interesting. They they go into high depth on each episode. So if you're if you're wanting a little more book of Boba Fett talk, then then we're given right now. Yeah. Um, uh, you got it. Yep. Okay. Um. Okay. So Mark Hamill on his Instagram, um, he said, uh, off on another adventure. What's my destination? What project could it be? Can you guess? So mm. there's a picture of this. Then the next one was Mystery Challenge. Mark's Mystery Challenge, Friday, January 29th. Clue number one, just two rocks or boulders, maybe. Then a cloud, Mystery Challenge, Saturday, clue number two. Someone are saying Cloud City. Oh. Um, Some people mm -hmm. are saying Luke Skywalker. (laughs) Number three, Starbucks Coffee. Don't know what that could be. The mo- Look at that comment. Go back to that comment. The Mokalorian. <laughs> um, people are saying it could be Star Wars. Like, um, mm. That's one thing I've seen. Um, so now, uh, number four, he's McDonald's. in Canada, which oh. uh, we found out that... Okay. Uh, what's his name? Din-, Din Djarin. What's his actor's name? The Mandalorian. Oh, like his name in real life? Yeah, he, he posted a picture in... Uh, vancouver mm. so uh they're together in vancouver so um if you're guessing your lovely city of vancouver aka hollywood north congratulations you're the proud winner of a coveted no prize um <laughs> so he said the good news is it'll, it'll all be over the day after tomorrow so tomorrow is obviously the release of the new boba episode so people are saying maybe there'll be oh. a teaser in there or mm. we'll like get what we need from all this little interesting something. okay so kind of a little mystery going on yeah it's exciting this has turned into a lot of star wars talk maria jesse you guys got something <laughs> yeah. you want to talk about well maria you want to talk about what you told me oh yeah before we started recording i still have 
Festival of Fantasy is coming back to Magic Kingdom, as well as a new Calvacade that's also going to be in the parks every day, which apparently is going to have a lot of characters on it. So that's really exciting, too. Really, really, really excited for that. Yeah. You guys were both excited to see uh, Coco represented, Miguel, on on the uh, float, right? Is that what you guys were pointing out? Moana. I don't mind. Oh. I don't mind Coco that much. I, don't I thought Coco you guys were much. freaking out about. Miguel no, no, no. But it, but it was that. But it was Moana. Yeah, because <laughs> Miguel is awesome. But we all know <laughs> how I feel about Moana. No, tell us. Like, tell us. I don't know. No, because there's just too much Moana these days. That's true. Like I'm sorry, but like Enchantment, Harmonious. Yeah. It's like Moana, Moana, Moana. Like too much for me i'm going yeah. back in these text messages to see the pictures you guys sent i think i don't know if i i just sent the instagram post and i don't know oh, like, okay. which one it started first but there is a lot of coco but like i'm not gonna lie i think coco might be my favorite movie now because i just every time i hear any of the songs like i was watching harmonious and almost teared up oh, with the coco scene so really? i don't really mind but the moana i totally i totally get <laughs> and side note going off of coco in Mickey's Magic, they updated the whole show. It's no longer blurry. And the Coco part <laughs> is no <awesome>. longer <laughs> Like, you know, yeah, so nauseous. Like, the, it was <laughs> But the Coco part is really awesome. It's so They good. should put that out so front. Good. They should say, come see Magic, no longer blurry. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Like, instead of Genie Plus for that. What's y'all's take on Genie Plus? Can we talk about that for a sec? Do y'all have an opinion? Have you guys um, used I- it? I've used yes, it. Um, I don't know. It's like, okay. I feel like there could be potential problems. If you're doing like, first off, I don't think it's worth it at studios. I just don't think so. Like you're going to have to wait in line for something. So you could easily get to studios in the morning and like knock out rock and roller coaster and do tower terror. And like, that's half of genie plus at Hollywood studios. So I think it's really only worth it at magic kingdom. But also, like, what happens is, okay, say you, like, don't get your first Genie Plus until, like, um, like 10 a.m. So you use it at 10 a.m. and then you want to go on Jungle Cruise. But then at that point, the next Genie Plus available for Jungle Cruise would be 7 p.m. And then by the time you mm. use that, there's probably nothing available besides for, like, small rides, like It's a Small World or something. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you don't play the game right, you could potentially spend $15 and only get like two lightning lanes, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was thinking when it first came out and they were describing how it worked. I figured yeah. like if you want a big ride that's going to make having a fast lightning lane worth it, yeah, uh, then you're probably only going to get to use that one and maybe like one other, right? Yeah, for, for and what day. was like aggravating to me and like i very well maybe didn't do this correctly but when i went i knew i was gonna buy genie plus um for the day and if you aren't staying at if you didn't buy the ticket like if you have an annual pass you can't even buy genie plus until 7 a.m so by the time your card goes through it's 705 so now you get all the late lightning lightning lanes and you've just i don't know Mm. i just think logistically if you're having trouble like planning everything, you could always contact Emily at pixiedustpotions.com to get started. Uh, she's a uh, Disney booker, uh, vacation planner. Uh, she can help you out, and she's a expert on Genie Plus. So just want to let y'all know that. 
Very good. Uh, yeah, so I, I I haven't had the opportunity to use Genie Plus. I think I'm going around May or something, yeah. sometime around there, potentially. Uh, so that could be my first experience with it, but yeah, doesn't seem to have high reviews. I must say, I was just there when I saw Jeremy and Jesse. So much fun. But anyway, I was there for seven days. And I feel like if it was my first time at Walt Disney yeah. World, I would definitely use it because it seems like there's no dull time at the parks these days. Like the lines were so long. And if mm. I haven't, if I hadn't have been to Disney World like as many times as I had, then like I was fine not doing like certain rides. Yeah. You know, I've done them already and I'll still do them next time I go back. But if it was my first time, I wouldn't want to wait two hours for everything. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. So I don't know. That's how I feel about it. No, I, no say, one, yeah. I feel like it's advantageous to maybe like buy the lightning lanes individually. That seems good to me because like mm-hmm. what could happen, what I noticed was like, so say for like frozen Epcot, like if you want to go, but there's a 70 minute wait, sometimes if you look, you could buy a fast pass for like within the next 30 minutes or the lightning lane within the next 30 minutes. Mm. So maybe you don't buy the $15 Genie plus for Epcot where there's not a lot of rides, but then since you can buy lightning lane for Remy and frozen individually, that might be worth it. Or just however, I don't know. I think that part seemed more worth the money to me than just buying Genie plus overall but also like i'm the same way i've gone a million times if you're going for the first time it definitely gets you on rides faster so do y'all yeah, really that's, quickly, that's good do y'all have a um for each park really quickly we just go one by one a must do at each park for people that have maybe never gone before mine in magic kingdom is uh pirates of the caribbean for me Okay. That's that's a must do. I also I also appreciate the fact that that one was a ride before the movie, even though they've updated it to that's, match the movie yeah. a little bit. But that's pretty cool to me. Maria, uh, go ahead. Should I stick with Magic Kingdom? Yeah, yeah, we'll do. Sure, that. Right, sure. Um, I want to say Small World. Oh, Jeremy's not liking you right now. <laughs> a must do. <laughs> It's such a classic. It's a Walt Disney himself created ride. He Jeremy doesn't respect that. He really doesn't. The history. If I could history. If I could close a ride and not replace it with anything, I would just pick (laughs) Small World or uh not People Mover. Um what's the great big beautiful tomorrow? What's that ride called? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Worst I think Jeremy's just saying he hates Walt Disney in general. I never, yeah. I never, never explicitly said that. <laughs> basically, what you're saying. No, wow. I snooze fest is what I would call it. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, um, Jesse. I respect the opinion. Um, I would definitely say Splash Mountain. Um, I guess even when even when it gets updated, I forget that. Even when it gets updated, I'm sure it's gonna be fine. But it's also such a long ride. Like if you wait for like an hour, it's like a 10 minute ride or something, right? Like it's long. So it's like, wait, it's fun. You get some perfect views, some great views. 10 out of 10 splash mountain. That's, that is one of the reasons why I like the ride so much. Not necessarily. uh, I mean, I love the music. I'm a big fan of the music, but uh, just the fact that it's such a long ride. It's one of the longest rides on Disney property for sure. Um, and just the fact that you do so many ups and downs is really cool to me. Anyway, Jeremy. 
So mine actually might take you by surprise, but I would say country. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, the I think the haunted mansion is also a must do. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say Space Mountain, but I would honestly rather take Haunted Mansion. I think. Mm-hmm. Really. Mm. <clears throat> Uh, how about we switch to Animal the- Kingdom? Animal Kingdom. I was gonna go with Animal Kingdom. Okay, I'm, took your took your thing. Uh, I know Jeremy's probably gonna say Kite Tales, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Expedition Everest. I gotta. I know it's probably some of your guys's too. Rest but, in peace, that ride right now. It's, uh, yeah, it's closed right uh, now. Yeah. So sad. Um, how about make that Yeti work? Huh? That's what but, I'm saying. Uh, you know. That's probably that's probably my must do there. How about same order, so Maria? Right, I would say flight of passage easily. Mm-hmm. Like, I in my opinion, that's the best ride on all of property. Like, hands down, yeah. so good, especially the first time. Mm-hmm. Very true. Um, I, okay, I don't know why this is like a phenomenon I cannot explain, but I have like. A love for dinosaur like every time yes. i step in animal kingdom i'm like i have to do dinosaur if i don't do everest today that sucks but oh well but di- i have to go find that dino yeah. so i and the smell of dinosaur just like brings back nostalgic childhood memories um yeah i'd say dinosaur uh to no surprise mine will unfortunately have to be flood of passage um i think i mean it's one of the greatest rides disney has and probably will have for a while now um, honorable mention goes to uh, the Lion King uh, Kite Tales, not Jungle <laughs> Book. Big Lion King guy. So go check it out when you're there. It's a great show. Right, what should the next park be? I don't uh We'll just go Epcot. Epcot. Um, Epcot for me, it's kind of a tough one in my opinion. Uh, I mean – I think a must do. I'm just kind of going to, I'm going to go with test track just because I mean, the three caballeros, um, no, I'm just kidding. The test track, just because the whole designing your car aspect, the, ever since they updated it is really cool. Uh, it's something I feel like you don't, you can't really experience anywhere else. So it's very unique. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. I think I would have to say Soren. I just feel like every time I go, um, I don't know. I feel like Soren brings me back. It's like a classic. Mm-hmm. I love smells. It's just like the original flight of passage. And it's like, very true. Know. So I love Soren. Uh, something, I guess it's not a thrill ride, but something I literally do every time. So I have to say it is Spaceship Earth. Like it's the perfect, like leaving the park ride there's never a wait mm-hmm. just get a chill take a little nap on the way back <laughs> um and it's a lot of nostalgia so are they still are they still updating the narration no of that i have no i they said they were gonna do that so long ago like yeah. it ends so cool it's like we're on the brisk of a new renaissance and it's showing uh-huh. all this like code and stuff and then yeah. like yeah. that's it like we've had that for like how many years now like i would love for them to continue but yeah i don't think it needs updated it's fine the way it is. I do like the charm of it being kind of old. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Um, mine is going to be Living with the Land. I think that's a great ride. Uh, very underrated. Never has a long line, too. Um, and it's, like, kind of forgettable in a good way. Where, like, you kind of, like, when you go back and ride it again, it's like, oh, I didn't remember that part. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
If nobody was going to say it, I per- I was going to say that after everybody was done, just because it is, in my opinion, it is a very underrated ride. You know, um, it is. It's really cool. Especially during Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, kind of a funny story, too. So when I worked at Epcot, people would always ask me, how do I ride the train? I was like, the train? <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? They're like, how do I get on that train? And then the monorail would come by and they'd go right there. And I was like. They're like, because they wanted to ride the ride that is the train. And I was like, bro, <laughs> let me explain something to you. I was like, that's not a train first. Well, I mean, it kind of is, but it's not a ride. Like, they, they would think it's like a, an attraction. I was mm, like, you got to exit the park if you want to ride the train. Uh, and it's going to take you to the, the, the TTC. So um, not too much of a ride, but uh, if you give me $5, I'll give you a fast pass. So, <laughs> Unless you want to go see a bunch of cars. Exactly. Then probably not a ride you want to do. Exactly. That is funny. Um, all right, let's finish it up with uh, the Hollywood Studios. So I haven't been there since all the new updates. So I'm going to be probably, I'm not on the Star Wars train or anything like that. But for me, I'm going to go with Tower of Terror. Got to do Tower of Terror. Just see all the theming inside and the story. And it's definitely a must do. Yeah, I agree with Phil because also it's a different drop sequence every time. So it's not the same like mm-hmm. every time you go on it. So I like that you don't know <laughs> what you're going to get. Remember that episode we were going to make, Phil? We never did. Yeah, Jeremy and I were going to make a full episode on how the ride of Tower of Terror works. And we just never got around to it. We never did that. <laughs> we got time. <laughs> Anyways. Um. Okay, I don't want to be like that person. I hate bandwagons, but I mean, Rise of the Resistance is just a tier of its own. Like, even if you don't watch Star Wars, you could appreciate like it's like an experience I don't think I've ever experienced in a park before, like or anywhere that you're like literally taken into a movie. And like, like I said, you don't have to know Star Wars to know that like you're in danger. And the ride itself, just you really feel there because it's like the um, what is it called? trackless like magnetic Mm. it's a trackless ride so you don't know where you're going it's very unpredictable they kind of like mess with it so it feels like you're just like moving freely and it's it's truly like an experience you'll never have so even if there was like a two-hour wait i would easily wait for it if i'd never done it before like i could easily recommend waiting that long to ride it because it is something that you'll never experience anywhere else yeah so i guess we're we're just split team today because i'm agreeing with jesse uh it's a tier of its own, like she said. Like I, I won't uh, recover everything she said, but um, it's something that you can't understand through watching videos of it. Like yeah. feeling it and being there, and like the urgency of um, getting through that ride. Like they make it seem like it's like you got to go now. Like mm-hmm. it is life or death. We're getting you out now. Yeah. Um, and it feels good when the ride's over. Like you, you feel like yeah. you accomplished something. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But so, if you haven't watched videos, don't watch videos. Correct. Like True. don't, don't I, do I, haven't, that... I haven't spoiled it for myself. Really? Yeah, I still that's I great. still have no idea what's coming when I go uh, ride it for the first time. A new ride, a new ride <laughs> drops and I watch the video instantly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do it for the shows. Like I watched Enchantment and Harmonious yeah. already. <laughs> but uh for the rides, I gotta be I gotta experience it for the first time. Um so do we wanna uh wrap it up with um a little Encanto conversation. Yeah. Because Jesse was just pointing out that we've done nothing but bash Encanto uh, yeah. on our podcast. Yeah. And everybody's it 
the music's in like the top charts on Apple Music and Spotify. Mm-hmm. So just gotta make it clear, everyone here except Jeremy is a fan of Encanto. Never seen, I've never seen it. Oh, so, Jeremy's Jeremy doesn't watch movies it. until like years after they come out. Yeah. <laughs> I got things to do. <laughs> I, have I like to be. saw it in theaters, and I don't know that many people that saw it in theaters. Saw, I, go to the I didn't know it was in theaters, to be honest. Yeah, it came out. Okay, this is this is my thing, and I have a theory. I literally want to write a dissertation about it. Okay, I saw it in Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving in november and no one mm. was talking about it but the instant it drops on disney plus and it's in everyone's hand it becomes a tiktok song and suddenly the bruno song is like blowing up i'm just like <laughs> what if like disney plus wasn't a thing like would people still be caring about it i don't know i don't know i it's just so crazy to me because i did see it so long ago and then it's like oh three months later people are finally talking about a movie that i like kind of forgot about and they're acting like right. it's the best thing ever i don't know it's crazy <laughs> I just think all of Lin Manuel Miranda's songs sound the same. Like, it's just like I hear Moana, I hear Hamilton, I hear In the Heights, I hear uh, Encanto, and it's just all like, oh, that was Lin Manuel Miranda's writing. Like, I, I think it's brilliant, but like, I like, somewhat it's... disagree for Moana. I think Moana sounds a little different uh, than the rest of his stuff. I do think Encanto songs somewhat sound similar to Hamilton songs. Mm. Yes. Um, they're like hip hop e. It's almost like Latino rap in a way. <laughs> hip hop, <laughs> yeah. Latino fusion, almost. Latino yes. fusion. Isn't that, isn't that a subgenre? I um, thought that was like a that. kind of food, maybe. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> no, wait, no, you're right, you're right. But uh, I think it also is a wait Latino fusion dance. Yeah, Latino fusion music. Mm. Um. <laughs> okay yeah but either way his stuff does <laughs> lin-manuel miranda's stuff does start to get a little repetitive i think mm-hmm. um it's still it's still good and i thought the story was really good it's cool and the animation is mm-hmm. impactful so so good like those music videos if you're just watching it for like the way mm-hmm. that her skirt moves and the dancing and stuff it's so crazy it's so it good crazy. yeah because i mean Love surface pressure. Love we can't talk about Bruno. Those I think those are my only two favorite songs though. So the, like the two main songs. Yeah, the two main songs that everybody likes. Those are the. Only I like the I really song, like. the first song where she's like introducing her family. I, I think that hate really that cute. song. Really? I despise that song so much. Family Magical or whatever it's called. Yes. I like it. It's cute. The music video for it, like the part where they're doing it in the movie, is so cute. I like if Phil, I feels passionate about that one. Yeah, I've, why I've, you hate it so much? To the to the point where I've gone back and watched the movie again, and I skip past that part and just start <laughs> the movie. I start the movie there. That's where I start the movie. <laughs> like I I do not like that movie or that uh, song at all. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> but if we would have talked to us like a month ago or whenever two months <laughs> ago we would have had totally different opinions yeah the, the first time i was watching it i was texting all these guys and i said has anybody watched Encanto yet it's kind of weird i was like not very good <laughs> i need to watch it i you know i still yeah, haven't I seen aladdin live action which has been a big oh yeah conversation Forgot I, you haven't I don't know. That. I don't think any live action is a must see, honestly. Like, 
Beauty okay, and the Beast. I saw that Cruella. Cruella is really good. Cruella was good. Lion King is on the top grossing movies, top ten like highest grossing movies. See, I like the animated version way yeah, more. Yeah, me too. Way yeah, more. I only watched it because Donald Glover and Beyonce, and I that duet wasn't even like. I, f- I feel like they destroyed. <laughs> they destroyed every part that was good about the Lion King for the re- yeah. for the live action. Just everything but yeah um yeah uh, <laughs> that was a lot of information all at once yeah that was like <laughs> hot well, takes mean, uh, perhaps this is a good way to um dip your feet um for the new listeners into what cast conversations is all about um and that's literally just scratching the surface of um all the things that we cover on our uh, over 200 episodes uh for... content so far uh, for everyone that is new on joining on the FPE network, like seeing us for the first time, we, Jeremy and I will do our own episodes, kind of solo episodes. And then we'll also do guest episodes where we interview cast members, hear their story. And then Jesse and Maria have their own episodes that they, uh, that they titled the Disney bubble. And they also talk to, uh, Disney influencers and just social media Disney people in general. Um, so we will be throwing all those kind of all those different types of shows onto the network. We're very excited about it and um, excited to get started. Yeah. yeah. So I guess uh, on behalf of Jesse, Phil, Maria, and I, um, welcome to Cast Conversations. Thanks for watching. And uh, we look forward to the next episode. Bye.